This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities from Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Cassie is a nutritional consultant and the paleo food blogger behind fedandfit.com. Cassie has also authored two recipe ebooks, Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Game Day Feast and Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Holiday Feast. Each week, she will be joined by co-host Carissa Talbot. Carissa is the lady behind the widely popular Instagram and hashtag NoCookPaleo. Carissa is also the Chief Operating Officer for The Paleo Mom. If you enjoy the podcast, you can show your support by supporting another great small business. Place an order with the Granilla Bar and use the code FEDPLUSFIT at checkout so they'll know who sent you. That's the Granilla, spelled G-R-A-N-I-L-L-A, bar.com. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Good day, everybody. I keep wanting to say good morning, and then I have to remind myself that not everybody listens in the morning, but I hope you guys are having a great day so far. Carissa and I are here and we're going to, we have a really, I think, exciting topic. I think it's exciting because it's about the basics. And the basics are, uh, it's pretty fun stuff to talk about. But um, yeah, glad to be here. This is Cassie and Carissa's here as well. Good morning, Carissa. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> we'll see. Good day. Good, good day to you. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, you know, we're just rolling with it today. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, everything's it's it's a wonderful day. I'm I'm going off not a lot of sleep, so we'll we'll see how this goes. And I love our topic today because it actually really ties in to what the rest of my week is gonna be like, and I'm gonna need a lot of this stuff. So you know, I'm all about it. Good. <laughs> well, uh, because I can't help myself. Today is March 16th, which is well, it's actually my fiance's birthday. Happy birthday, Austin. Aww. Not, not that he listens, but happy if he birthday, did. Austin. <laughs> but you know what tomorrow is? Uh, I do, I do, and that's another reason why this podcast is is timely. If you're not in Austin for South by Southwest this week, you may be somewhere indulging in some Irish type activities that your liver may not like you for. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, matey. Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow, Tuesday the seventeenth. If you're on a different day, um, and it makes every St. Patrick's Day, I think of my grandpa. His name is Brian O'Malley Hunter, Aww. who is was the father to my lovely mom, Kathleen Irene. So if you can't tell, there's some definite <laughs> Irish roots there. Um, and my grandpa always called us on St. Patrick's Day with his best Irish twang turned on. So anyways, Aww. I just, it's a fun day and I think that everybody should enjoy and some partake in maybe some corned beef, potatoes, and if it uh, tickles your fancy, some kind of green drink. Yeah, for so, sure. And, yeah. You know, you can make an awesome green smoothie. There's plenty of recipes floating around right now. For sure. Um, Blend up some kale and some ginger and some lemon because that's yeah. what sounds delicious to me right now. <laughs> or you can just go have a, a beer and some whiskey. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you could. You could. Whatever, yeah. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. No judgment zone here. No. So for... what have you been up to? Oh, there's been so much trying to keep my head on straight. Um, 
the first thing that comes to mind is that right now my sister is on tour in Nashville, and so we are puppy sitting her two big puppies. Um, so that, that brings our grand total from Gus the Great Pyrenees up to now two Great Pyrenees and one Doofy. And then my parents uh, are traveling, and so we also have their three miniature schnauzers. So right now, oh Austin and I are sharing our humble home with six puppies and one parrot, Ernie, the African Grey, who's, I feel like Ernie's one of my best friends. But anyway, so it's a lot of fun, but uh, we saw this meme this morning. I was having breakfast with Austin, and I was like, you're going to die. It said, cleaning your house while while there are dogs there is like trying to brush your teeth while eating Oreos. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. So true. Our house is so dirty and I wish I wish there was a, a better way to I wish I wish that wasn't true because we try to keep things very clean and sweet, but it's like as soon as you sweep they come in with oh, more yeah. stuff. But oh yeah. It's, it's a party. It's you know, it's just part of having a dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a lot of fun. Gus is happy. He's like, oh, my best friends are here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's good. Austin and I, uh, in if you're following along at all, uh, we're getting married this October. And we have our engagement photo shoot scheduled. Uh, it, we're Actually, our, our photographer is in L.A. Her name is Jana Williams. And if you are one of those people that just likes to drool over beautiful romantic photography, I really highly recommend you check her stuff out. But she's based out of L.A. and she's going to actually shoot our wedding as well. But um, we decided that instead of having her come to Texas for the engagement photos, we'd like make a mini vacation out of it. So fun. Yeah, so we're going to go out there. That's in two weeks. We're really excited about it. Um, And then last but not least, my next biggest update, and I am so tickled about this, Carissa. I can hardly contain myself. What is it? I'm so excited. So if you listen to the last podcast, you know that I'm starting a garden, and I planted my little seeds um, a little over a week ago, Mm -hmm. and they just started to sprout. It's so exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. They're like, I feel like I have, I don't know, 140 new babies, but um, it's really cute. I'm really excited about it. I have, I don't have the best reputation for keeping things alive, um, and I am, I am determined to write that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some green thumbs. Read it, read it some poetry or sing it some music. I heard that, yeah. that really actually does work. I don't I'll know do it. why, but I mean, it's all energy, so... You put oh, good energy around it. your plants. There's definitely know. some good energy. I pop open those little seedling trays. You don't have to start with seeds, but I kind of wanted the full experience, especially after homegrown paleo. Right. Um, reading all about that. And I remember I opened up the little seedlings to check on them. And when I saw that they'd sprouted, I got so excited. <laughs> Gus came over because dogs, of course, are can right. need energy. If you have a fluctuation and in your voice, they're like, what? What's going like, on? Gus came over. He was like, oh, I'm so excited too. <laughs> Everyone's very excited about this garden. And uh, Austin's it. building me three raised beds for Aww. my birthday, which is uh, the 27th of March. So we've got a couple weeks. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's going to be fun. I'm excited to get these guys in the ground. And, and then I'll, I'll, of course, post pictures and updates. Yeah. I'm moving in a couple months, and the new place I'm moving into will be all for myself. I already found it. I'm very excited about it, and um, I'll actually be able to have a garden there. So 
I'm going to be in, in, uh, joining you in on that type of excitement, except I don't think I'm going to start from seed. <laughs> you know, I am, I am about the shortcuts in, in this type of um, atmosphere. So yeah, do what works for can you. I do a no grow garden. Like they're already grown. I just put them in the ground. Yes, I can. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag the new hashtag. Leo started no grow garden. I love it. <laughs> Boom. Trademarked. Here we go. Okay. Oh, goodness. What else is going on with you, girl? So this week, a year ago, is when I made the move to Austin, and I've been here a full year now, and it's just been like this full circle moment, and I'm really excited because when I moved here, I, you know, I knew a few people, but not like, I just kind of like knew of them or had maybe uh, met them a couple times, and it's just nice a full year later, I have some really great friendships I've um, invested in and it's just awesome. And I'm excited because like I said, in a few months I'll be moving into a place that's all my own, no more roommates, which is awesome. But I think when you move to a new city, having roommates is, is really fun and exciting. And it's also a new way to like meet people and get yeah. to know the areas and like the neighborhood I ended up moving into, um, I fell in love with. So I'm very lucky because the place that I found is in my state. So I get to stay in my same neighborhood. So I'm um, very excited about that. So it's kind of been just a lot of um, reflection and full circle moments and just like this new beginning of like really setting down some roots in Austin and um you know, the longer I'm here, the more I'm like, I think this might be my forever city. So it's just exciting. Aww. It's just exciting. Because um, I'm always a roamer, you know. Mm-hmm. I get bored and I'm like, ah, new place. Let's go move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so it is It is exciting. So cool. Well, um, Cassie, do you want to do the honors and announce the winner for our first giveaway courtesy of our awesome friends over at Picnic Austin. I would love to. Thanks first off to everyone who left us a review in iTunes. Oh my gosh, Uh, they were amazing. Like, I loved it. mm, I loved it. Yeah. They were so nice to read. It it really does mean the world to know that we have your support and that you're with us each Monday morning. You know, it, it really, it's... It's like a warm hug. Um, but yeah, so uh, we randomly chose a winner and a drum roll. The dun, winner dun, dun. is <laughs> Paleo Crumbs. Woo-hoo. So yay, Paleo Crumbs. And actually, we got curious. We were like, oh, I wonder uh, if that's her <laughs> Instagram handle. So we looked her up and I friended her. I, I just, just got a new follow. Um, I think she, it turns out she's a teen. I'm going to give her some love. Why not, right? Right. Um, yeah, let's give her a, a shout out teen food blogger and I actually think you've got some really pretty photos and I'm excited to to see what you've got going on but anyways congratulations girl you are the winner to claim your prize please send an email to me which is cassiejoy at fedandfit.com and that's c-a-s-s-y-j-o-y and I will help coordinate your winnings with Picnic Austin so that's exciting congrats so exciting and yeah, go check out her Instagram, give her a follow. I mean, her pictures are um amazing. So yeah, give her give her some love. Mm-hmm. Good Excellent. stuff. Excellent. 
Oh, if you look on her Instagram, she visited Picnic when she was in Austin. This is so perfect. Okay. I'm very happy now. <laughs> okay. Good. Yay. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop stalking her Instagram now. Okay. Focus, Carissa. All right. So today's topic, like we said, is very timely because right now it's South by Southwest Austin. So um, there's some um, act- um, fun stuff going on this week here in Austin. Lots of partaking in in um, cheat meals and possibly too much wine on my my end, but it's going to be a fun week. So, and then tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. So, we thought, what what not a better time to talk about hydration? Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to preface, because I know people will have questions on this. Um, if anybody's listening, haha, <laughs> just joking. Um, that uh, we're going to cover water quality in another episode. So today we're just going to talk about um, just best ways to stay hydrated and just kind of covering the basics of water. Um, So we will cover quality at another time. So yeah, we kind of want to keep it simple. You know, there's there's a lot of rabbit holes to this healthy living lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's some basics and I, I really like to spend most of my time going over the basics because that can get you like 99% of the way there. Maybe that's, maybe that's an exaggeration, but it can get you a long ways. And when we start to split hairs about other things, water quality is really important. Don't get me wrong. Um, but if you're just starting out, I don't want to overwhelm you. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with, 101. Hydration 101, and know that there will be a 102 at some point. So, um, Cassie, let's talk about this first. So, (laughs) tell me, I mean, why do I even need to drink water? Oh, what a great question, Krista. Too much. Uh, Oh, I know. It's it's funny, you guys, just to loop everybody in on the joke, because um, the way that my brain works is I write down topics in terms of questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it helps everybody, including me. Um, Okay, why do we need water? Yeah, what gives? So just some background info, because I think it's important. Did you know that? Does that take you back to Bill Nye the Science Guy days? Did you know that? that. (laughs) Um, The adult body is made up of somewhere between 50 and 65% water. Get out. I know. That's a heck of a lot of water. That's a lot. It really is when you think about it, though. It is. It is. it, it's amazing. Well, I have, you know, like, again, my very uh, visual mind, I think of a person being like filled up with water. But anyways, yeah. um, and then blood itself is 93% water. Um, and so that's, it. muscle is made up of 73% water and your fat is 10% water. So mm-hmm. um, it's really important. I mean, just just the sheer numbers and percentage of how much it makes up of our body, it's important that we contribute to that water amount. Our body actually does make some water, which is interesting, via a bunch of different metabolic processes, but um, it depends on the majority of the water it needs. It depends on us to supply it. Um, more reasons why we need water. It helps us digest our food, helps eliminate waste. So if you are experiencing, for example, some slow transit times, which is a very polite way of saying you might be a little um, stopped up. I suggest increasing water intake and also bonus, maybe increase some soluble fiber. Yeah, your diet. Um, more reasons why we need water. It's the critical me- or it's a medium for a bunch of 
really important reactions that go on in our body. Um, it helps transport the nutrients that we eat all over our body so we can really make use of those nutrients. Mm -hmm. And it's also cooling when we're overheated. Like if you are one of the many hanging out at South by Southwest, myself not included, but if you are there and it's uh, toasty and you're feeling really hot and tired and sweaty, drink some water. It'll cool you off. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> I also just want to point out like, um, you know, a lot of people talk about um, doing different types of, um, you know, like the, these cleanses and things like that. And I think that they're there is a time and place to, you know, do a detox or a cleanse, but just that basic of having enough water really does help keep your body flushed of a lot of things. So that's another important thing to remember is that if you're consistent with your water consumption and getting enough in, that can, it can be such a big help um, overall. I mean, it's, it's so important. Big time. Yeah, definitely. It's critical. You know, I I like to say in the conversation of, especially, for example, the Fed and Fit Project, if you've been following it all, that's my latest, the project is my latest project. <laughs> um, and we just actually wrapped up the first group with my beta girls. Oh, I'm so and excited. It just happened to all be girls. Um, not that you have to be a girl to participate, <laughs> but um, oh my gosh, they just all killed it. And some of their biggest takeaways, which is the most important component of the project is, you know, what are your personal lessons learned? And the things that came up over and over again were these ladies said that they realized how much they needed water and how much of an influence it has over their days when, you know, they're really on point with clean eating and the days when they're not on point. It makes, makes a huge difference. So it's definitely one of, in my world of really simplifying things, it is one of my top four pillars for health. Um, just after sleep. Yeah. But anyways, sorry, tangent. No, Go ahead, no, Krista. I mean, no, this is why we're here. We love tangents. It's good. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So why don't you, and, and I'm sure that there's a lot of different takes on this, but I would like you to bust open this silly eight glasses of water a day. Um, oh, now, yes. Now, preface, if you're, you know, drinking coffee and soda and tea and not getting any water in like start where you can for sure but uh, you know let's just bust this open go go for it <laughs> yeah well the old adage is we need eight glasses of water a day right everybody knows that and what they're talking about when they say eight glasses of water they're probably referring to an you know an eight-ish ounce glass um mm -hmm. so they want they want you to get 64 ounces of water a day yeah and uh, I did some digging, you guys, on your behalf. There's no real scientific evidence to support this claim. Yeah. Okay, so this is just kind of one of those things Genius that... marketing. Well, yeah, I mean, like it was said and more people believed it and we started to repeat it because it was easy to remember. Mm -hmm. um, but it really just doesn't make any sense. Let's put on our common sense hats for a second because that's what I like to do. I like Hold to on, let me get mine out. I got it here somewhere. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready? Okay. Uh -huh. Uh, is it strapped on? I got it. Strapped okay, on. Good. It's on tight. Um, okay, good. So let's think about this. It does not make any sense for eight ounces of water a day to be the same amount needed by, let's say, a 250-pound man who works outside in the heat of summer as it would be 
for a 150-pound lady who maybe works inside and lives in a really cool climate. It makes no sense that those two individuals would need the same amount of water. Mm -hmm. And so that's really, we want to turn this common, switch, common sense switch on because it can really help you become more discerning. There's really no magic number. I wish I could give you, there's, there's an approximate magic equation that can right. help you get close, but there's no magic number that is this right amount of water for everybody to drink. Right. And so at the end of the day, what we really have to do is we just gotta think about it. Think about what's right for us. Yeah, here's my rule of thumb. If I find, and this is what I do for me, if I find that I get the slightest bit thirsty, I kind of like, I have this feeling like, oh, I'm already dehydrated. I shouldn't even feel like that little twinge of thirst. I feel like if I'm well hydrated, I just, I kind of never get to that point unless it's like, maybe I'm in the sauna or it's a really hard workout or I've pushed myself or maybe it's really ridiculously hot out, which sometimes, you know, in the South that does happen. But I think the thing is, is just to you know, and here's the other thing, as I'll say, is there is that perfect number, but you've got to figure that out for yourself through trial and error. And it's going to change throughout the year, throughout your activity level, throughout the day. Like you kind of have to figure out, okay, in the summer on my workout days, this, this amount works best for me. You know, it, it does take time. It does take time. Yeah, for sure. And there's several factors that are going to influence how much water you need personally. Those are determined by your age, by your size, by your activity level, meaning, you know, are you spending an hour every day sweating or not? Um, and then your environment. Right now, it the weather couldn't be more lovely. I mean, it's a little damp, but the temperature is really nice, so I'm not sweating when I get in my car. But in the summer, I definitely lose more fluids and need to replenish it. Mm -hmm. So to determine how much water you actually need, my approximate go-by equation that's going to get you close, but you are the only person who's going to be able to answer your exact number. Um, even though that's kind of, I mean, it's like a carrot on the end of the stick because like Carissa said, it's going to change day to day. Um, but approximate go-by equation to determine how much water it may be ideal for you is to take your weight in pounds mm -hmm. and divide it by two. And that might will probably get you close to the number of ounces of water to drink in a day. Yeah. So I weigh about 140 pounds, give or take five to ten pounds. Um, and I actually haven't weighed myself in a really long time, but that's <laughs> that's what I think my number is. And so that that means about 70 ounces of water a day. Um, some other ways to determine how much water you actually need is to pay attention to when you're thirsty. Like Carissa said, you know, some of us are inclined to think that when we feel thirsty, it means that we're already dehydrated. And that, that may be true in some cases, but it also may not be true. Thirst, um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but it can be misinterpreted for other things. Um, but so if you're, if you're thirsty, drink some water, of course, and, and just kind of track that and pay attention to that. And then also, to determine how much water you need, pay attention to how you're feeling outside of being thirsty. Right. If you're feeling bloated, maybe backed up, a little groggy, or, you know, just that dull feeling, it may be because maybe you're not full-blown dehydrated, but you need some water. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There have been days where I'm like, oh, I feel like, you know, oh, I had way too much water today. And that's not a very comfortable feeling. Like, you know, when you're, you're just like... 
uh, it's a lot, you know, so. Yeah. Your head, um, your head feels like it's swimming almost. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a point where you can drink too much water. And like I said before, the only person who's going to know what that, that amount is, is you. Why um, you? Yeah. That other person listening to us. Remember right that now. common sense hat we strapped on. <laughs> it's a tough one sometimes when we really want a ready. We're busy people. We got a lot going on. We got a lot of people who depend on us. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to stuff that basic health stuff, like how much water do you need? That's up to you to figure yeah. out. Okay. So here's, um, let's, let's trudge along here into the next, uh, section of this. So, um, what, I mean, Cassie, there's water in my coffee. I mean, there's water in the vegetables I eat. So, you know, when we're talking about that number that we just calculated, I mean, what counts for water intake? I mean, can we count other sources? What What are we talking about there? Yeah. You know, this is a great question, Carissa. <laughs> whiskey in my, I mean, I think there's whiskey in my water. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Um, water in your whiskey Water either. in my whiskey, I'm yeah. sure there is water in your whiskey. <laughs> the Irish would definitely want you to remember that. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> You know, I think that's a country a, song, actually. There's water in my whiskey, <laughs> or maybe like she's the she's the whiskey in my water or something. I don't know. I have to ask your sister. I have no idea. I, I need to ask my sister. I'm actually the worst, Kimberly. <laughs> this is another tangent. I'm sorry, folks. No, do it. <laughs> uh, Kimberly is, and you probably heard me say it before. My yeah. sister's a Texas country music singer, and she's getting ready to make the jump to Nashville, which is huge. So exciting. Um, and FYI, I'm addicted to that show. Nashville. Oh oh I've never. Okay, this is this is what I was going to get to. <sighs> yes. Um, the reason why I'm the worst is because I don't actually listen to country music or watch shows like Nashville. And so Kimberly comes and tells me she's like, "So and so just got a hold of me, and we're going to do a collaboration on a song." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Who's that?" <laughs> so, I really support her, um, but oh gosh, I'm the worst. I don't listen to that stuff. Anyways, okay, back to what counts for what water. counts for my water. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, uh, but I don't like to put coffee in the uh, accounts for water intake. Granted, there's water in your coffee. There's water in your whiskey. There's water in your broccoli. There's water in your salmon. I mean, so much of what we eat, both, you know, uh, caffeinated beverages and then the food we eat, vegetables and meats, a lot of the makeup is water for sure. Right. But you are going to pull your hair out if you start calculating the water content of all of those foods and how they might contribute to um, really the amount that you need in a day. So we're going to think about water as the things that we can gulp down um, that don't have a whole lot of other stuff. So number one, just to keep in mind, the things that do not count for water intake, nothing with caffeine. Right. That's an easy one. Caffeine, you know, in some extreme cases, is definitely a diuretic and um, might require your water intake to go up. I mean, it might be on that side of the equation. So um, that's why we're not going to put it in the category of counting. Things that do count in, or at least in my world, and Carissa, you're welcome to debate this if you have another opinion, but uh, sparkling water, especially if it's unflavored. So we're talking about mineral water here. It's that yeah. bubbly water, uh, oh, no flavors, it. no additives. There are some out there that have additives, uh, so make sure you read the ones that are 100% mineral water, but yeah. good goo. I drink a lot of that stuff. Um, caffeine-free herbal tea is another great go-to. If you can't get, like if you're just not, you know, you're not going to be drinking 
you know, if you're 140 pounds like myself, you're not going to drink 70 ounces of straight up water. That's fine. Flavor it with herbal free tea or herbal free tea, caffeine free (laughs) herbal tea. (laughs) Herbal free tea. I don't even know what that would be. That's a new thing. It's the, it's the latest trend. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a hashtag will pop up sooner than later. Uh, You could also flavor your water with herbs, just fresh herbs like mint or basil would be yummy. Uh, Cucumber or fruit like strawberries um, or watermelon steeped in water. Those are always really yummy. You don't have to just flavor water if you're having a bridal shower, you know, which is a really popular thing to do. You can do it for your home too. And then just straight up plain old water counts, of course, H2O, the good stuff. And then lastly, I kind of want to touch on uh, sports drinks. And if you're trying to look for something outside of Gatorade, Powerade, um, to replenish some electrolytes after, especially if you're an endurance athlete um, or if you're working out and sweating a lot. Yes. There's a couple real food options that are great. Look to homemade bone broth. There's a lot of really great stuff um, in that. I won't go into the details because it'd take too long. Mm-hmm. Um, or coconut water, you guys. You can take coconut water, which has a lot of natural electrolytes and um, some good sugars, but you add a pinch of sea salt to that, and it really becomes a more complete uh recovery sports drink because um, salt is a really important electrolyte. So anyway, something to keep in mind, especially so like if you're an athlete and you're working out a lot and you're sweating a lot, make sure that you're also, don't just cut out the Gatorades and the sports drinks altogether, replace them with something a little bit healthier like coconut water with sea salt. Yeah, for sure. So there you go. Awesome. So, okay, here's to, to round this out. So how do you know when you're actually thirsty? Yeah, good question. You know, one of the other people in my beta group had this revelation because, uh, like I said, we talk a lot about what are your own individual lesson learned. And she was like, I learned when to know when I'm actually hungry and when I'm actually thirsty. Because she said that before, because a huge pillar of the program is that you drink water, it becomes a priority. It's priority number two, actually. Mm-hmm. And she was like, by drinking so much more water, I've realized that in the past when I thought I was hungry and I needed a snack, I was really just thirsty. So how to determine when you're actually thirsty and not some other feeling? Um, If you're feeling sluggish and just kind of, like we said before, groggy, that Mm -hmm. could be a sign. Uh, Like I just said, when you're hungry, you think you're hungry and you know you probably shouldn't be hungry. So this is like, an hour and a half after a meal that you know was enough food right. and should carry you through to the next meal. If you're hungry afterwards, you might may just be thirsty. Right. Um, if you're waking up with headaches, it's something that I'm guilty of a lot. If I wake up with a headache, I, it's 90% of the time because I didn't get enough water the day before. Um, so that's something. If you suffer from chronic headaches like that in the morning, it could just be water. And Last but not least, but it's a really good way to determine the color of your urine will tell you how hydrated you are and if you're thirsty or not. If you, um, especially when you first wake up, that's going to be your most concentrated urine. If it's a really dark amber color, it's going to be naturally darker in the mornings regardless, but, um, you know, dark amber color versus what we referred to when I worked in the doctor's office, straw-colored urine. Mm -hmm. Um, We really want to get that straw-colored urine, sort of a a lighter, 
color yellow, right. nothing really dark, which can... And it can work on the other end, too, for you. Like, if you are way overhydrated and you get, like, no color, that's not good either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, exactly. Pay attention to the where the other side of where the pendulum can swing. You can yeah. definitely have too much water. But that being said, I'm guessing that the majority of us don't get enough. Right. So oh, for sure. For sure. I don't but there are, you know, I, you do off. see these people walking around with like gallon water containers and like, yes, everyone needs a different amount of water, but uh, yeah, you can overdo it. You can. Pay attention to yourself. But if you think you're not getting enough, I really recommend you try getting more. Um, but yeah, so I think, I don't know, I think that pretty much covers the, the basics. And like Carissa said, we're going to talk about sourcing in another episode because we don't want to confuse too much. Right. But, you know, just to recap really quickly, um, water is it's critical for our overall health. It's a, it's a foundation. It's what our health and our happiness and our future is really built upon is a matter of whether we're providing, we're putting gas into the engine kind of thing by keeping ourselves hydrated. So mm-hmm. think about it. Make it a priority in your life. Start drinking more sparkling water. Start drinking more herbal teas, whatever it is that you need to get more fluids in, that's a that's a great thing you can do for yourself. Um, you can also think about it as the low-hanging fruit in the world of building a healthy lifestyle. If you're just getting started, this is an easy one to do. We're not asking you to, in you know, in this context, we're not asking you to change everything about the way you eat or, you know, totally revitalize your fitness program. It's just a matter of drinking more water. And the way to calculate that, or at least to get you close to that number, is to take your weight in pounds divided by two, and that'll give you a starting point on the number of ounces of water to drink in a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's so there you go. There we go. Hydration our- one-on-one. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I hope that was helpful. If, uh, if you guys have more questions or if I uh, confused you at all, which is totally possible, please comment in um, or on the, on the blog posts yeah. um, there in the comment section, and we'll see if we can get you some answers. So moving on to our Fed segment, I think it's um, – awesome what you've picked out to talk about this week because of what day tomorrow is. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. Do you okay. Think? You ready? I'm ready. Uh, we're going to talk about corned beef. Duh. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I see all these like different paleo recipes popping up and ugh, just so good. So good. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the one that I'm going to talk about corned beef, if you're curious, corned beef, it, and I had to Google this years ago, so please don't feel like you're alone in being confused. Um, corn beef doesn't actually involve any corn. It is just a piece of beef brisket that has been cured with corns of salt uh, and other tasty spices. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what corned beef really refers to. And I've got a recipe on my website from about two years ago. Actually, exactly two years ago. <laughs> uh, and it's called Drunken Slow Cooker Corned Beef Brisket. Ugh. If you want to Google it um, or search for it on my website, it'll it'll pop up. It's pretty dang tasty. It w- it's courtesy of some family friends of ours gave me their recipe and I made some tweaks. Uh, and you'll notice I actually went back in and updated the recipe 2015 version style because, uh, nice. you know, my nutrition perspectives evolve and when I originally published it in 2013, I wrote the recipe to include 
a harp lager to use as the slow cooker um, braising goodness, mm-hmm. um, and which is a, a regular beer. And now I'm making it with hard cider. Awesome. So just to avoid some of that gluten exposure, yeah. it's up to you. Use whichever one you want. Uh, and maybe you can enjoy it with some potatoes, sauerkraut, or my mm-hmm. favorite is I like to chop it up and put it in a big leafy green and eat it like a wrap. It's really delicious. Oh You're making me so, so hungry right now. We need to I'm, finish. I'm really hungry too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's delicious. And if you start on it tonight, it will be ready in time for St. Patrick's Day. Like it, because it's done in the slow cooker, it'll take you about so eight, ten hours. Um, and if you're wondering where the heck can you buy a cured corned beef that's ready to be cooked, I saw at Trader Joe's, if you have access to one, has some. And I read the ingredients. And they look pretty squeaky clean. So nice. check out Trader Joe's. I'm Gotta sure Trader Joe's. Whole Foods has them, etc. So there you go. Yay. So excited, so excited. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of fit segment really quickly so we can wrap up here and both go eat because now we're both extremely hungry or maybe just thirsty. Who knows? <laughs> um, but so a lot of times when I was a trainer, a big target area that women would approach me and there may be some men listening to this podcast and that's okay, but the majority of our fan base is women. So we're going to talk about that today was like you know, the inner thigh, the outer thigh, and the buttocks. Like, it's a very popular area that women are always like, I really want to, like, feel sore in that area. I really want to work that area out. So I'm just going to give you something really easy that you can do at home, at work, anywhere you are with no equipment, which is why I love these things. So I used to make my clients do these. And you can add weights to these if you want to bring it up a level too. So you can do these at your gym with some weights. So I called them round the world lunges. Um, and I will get some, uh, either a video or pictures for you guys, um, on the show notes for you so that you can, um, see what I'm talking about here. But basically what you're going to do is you're going to start on one side. And again, you can just put your hands on your hips or hold some weights either or, And you're going to do a back lunge, and then you're going to bring your foot back up to the center, and you're going to do a lunge to the side, back to the center, and then you're going to do a front lunge and back. And then you do the same thing on the other side. And you're getting everything from every angle and trying to do a nice uh, round of sets of them. So I would say if you can do like three to five rounds, depending on how much weight and how many reps you're doing. Um, so you could do anywhere from like 10 reps to maybe if you're not doing any weight, you could probably do maybe like 20 reps. Um, but it gets a nice burn. It's something easy you can do anywhere. And I remember my clients really hated me for making them do them, which means I know they work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're good. Yeah, that's great. That sounds like a good one to put in your back pocket for when you're traveling and you're in a hotel room. Yes. Yeah, because you don't need a lot of space, and it really um, and it's nice to switch up from some basic squats, and it kind of gets your your thighs and buttocks in some different angles, which is nice too. Um, so something to switch it up there. That is nice. <sighs> Good one, Carissa. Yay! Let's go drink some water and eat some food. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> pretty much wraps it up, you guys. Uh, and because I cannot help myself. I want to leave you all with an Irish blessing. Oh, I love it. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready. I actually prepared myself because I wanted to read it with an Irish accent, and then I practiced it, and it was terrible. So I'm just Oh, gosh. Okay. 
Actually, no, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go for it. Okay, ready? Just go for it. Okay, this is one that my grandpa... There are a lot of variations of Brendan, this Irish blessing out there. if you need to edit there. this out, you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no curse words. No. Um, but uh, if... Uh, anyways, this is, this is my grandpa's version. Okay. May the road... No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read it for real. May Just the road yeah. rise up to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. And may you be in heaven an hour before the devil knows you're gone. Oh, I love it. So thank you, Cassie. And sweet at the same time. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. (laughs) Wishing you all a very happy and safe St. Patrick's Day. Um, And we will be back again next Monday. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye, y'all.